the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio, where today on the podcast, oh, we're going to relax. We're going to relax about things because, well, last week we celebrated National Relaxation Day. You know how every day has a stupid holiday attached to it for absolutely no reason, but yet we still find it fun to celebrate and mention? Well, today we're going to do that. We're going to relax. We're going to relax about the Denver Broncos. We're going to find out what you as Bronco fans should relax about. Oh, it's so relaxing. Maybe I should put relaxing music behind this too. But hey, first, our friends at Tap 14, you should relax over there with one of those tremendous burgers. Ooh, that's very relaxing. And maybe an adult beverage as well. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Ah, relaxing, right? Go to Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. I tell you what really is relaxing. That rooftop view. Oh, it's tremendous over there at Tap 14. Love our friends over there. Tap 14 on the web. That's Tap 14. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap 14.com. Also, our friends at Pro Football Focus. We'll be talking about them and the fantasy stats that they provide, projections, matchups, all that great stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. Use that promo code POD20. POD20. It's pod 20, pod 20 for 20% off your subscription of pro football focus. The elite and edge memberships are just incredible. I want you to go on over there. Profootballfocus.com. <sighs> National relaxation day. Just last week. I celebrated it. I hope you did too. And uh, to celebrate it, we're going to have our podcast surrounding that. What you should be relaxing about. And I want to start at quarterback period. Not just the starting quarterback, but the backup too. Relax, because the Broncos quarterback solution uh, is it's found with uh, with Case Keenum and potentially Chad Kelly. And I'm going to tell you why. Obviously, at the situation when it comes to starter, uh, Case Keenum is the guy. And and it seems like after that second preseason game against Chicago, uh, the offense is now at least competent. And I think that's what you were truly looking for from the Broncos offense. Keenum goes eight for 13, 78 yards, didn't turn the ball over and certainly had his opportunities at the end zone multiple times with uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And they spoke about that uh, post game and they certainly wanted to hook up on those passes, but that's what this is for. That's what preseason is. And uh, I believe that starter position is solved and, and we can now say that after two preseason games, although I think we could have said that prior. I also believe it's solved in the backup situation for now when it comes to Chad Kelly. Look, here's there's two options that you can seriously pursue. One of them is, well, there's really three. The first option is to A, go and sign a free agent that is available right now, a Matt Moore, a Derek Anderson, somebody who is available or, or maybe will be available via cuts later down the line. Well, here's the thing. You don't really need to do that because that is a, a emergency situation and B that's a player that's going to be available. If you do need him week five, week six, week nine, wherever down the line, nobody is rushing to grab the services of Matt Moore with all due respect to Matt Moore. So he will always be available. So 
That's not a, 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 a path that you need to pursue immediately. Now, the second one and the sexiest, I think, that everybody's looking for when it comes to the backup quarterback position is a potential trade, and that trade involving many rumored with Teddy Bridgewater. And here's the problem with the Broncos trading for a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Do you think the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl this year? Do you think they're going to make a deep playoff run? Do those chances really, truly get better with the Teddy Bridgewater? Probably not. And you're probably saying no to all three of those questions. And here's the thing. When you really have to look at what you're going to give up for a Teddy Bridgewater, whose stock seems to be growing with every passing preseason game, as he has performed well, but you're not going to give up a third, fourth round pick for a backup. That's not what you're going to do. Not after you paid your uh, starting quarterback all that money. This season is going to be ride or die with Case Keenum. And it really is going to be a... If it, in the event where somebody else other than the name Case Keenum has to make serious, um, um, is going to be asked to be in a actual real bullets flying position and it's Chad Kelly or whatnot, the, the Broncos are going to be in trouble. They're going to be in grave trouble. And that's just the way this, this year is going to be balanced and giving up a future asset to go get a Teddy Bridgewater to where your, your, your hundred foot drop from case Keenum to Chad Kelly becomes a, a, a 60 foot drop. Well, you're still making a drastic downgrade and it's a drastic downgrade that just puts a bandaid on an overall bad situation that probably isn't going to make it that much better. This is a team that will be ride or die with Case Keenum, and that's why I don't think you do need to go after a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. He is a great upgrade, sure, absolutely, but certainly probably a little too pricey. Lastly is sticking with Chad Kelly, who has played well. Seven for nine, 90 yards, a touchdown in that preseason game against the Bears. Certainly somebody who will get more snaps in preseason as we uh, progress. He should basically get the tail end of that third court, that uh, third preseason game, and he should get a big majority of the fourth preseason game. So you could certainly convince uh, a lot of people in saying that maybe Chad Kelly should remain the backup. And then again, in the event where you absolutely need a veteran, you go out and get a guy like Matt Moore, maybe in week six or week eight or further down the line, uh, because he's going to be there available anyway. So there's no reason to get him now when you can just get him later on today. Promise me, nobody's going after his services. So I think the quarterback situation is very much solved. And and remember, for those of you who, who want to continually push, well, they don't have a, vet, a veteran presence in that locker room or anything like that. Well, what is Case Keenum then? Case Keenum is the veteran presence and certainly is somebody who can it, it be a guiding light. This team will be live or die off Case Keenum. That's why they paid them. Uh, that's why they paid him this offseason. He is the guy moving forward. So I think the backup quarterback situation is resolved. <sighs> Relax. That's our theme. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 19, 20 Blake Street. Hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. And of course, 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Also want to say our friends at Pro Football Focus, and they had some good numbers on the offensive line. And that's where we turn next. Ah, relax about the offensive line. They are not as bad as last year. Moving Ron Leary back to the left guard side. I don't look. I don't know why. Ron Leary was on the right side in the first place last year. 
They move him back to his original position, the the position that he dominated in Dallas. That makes Garrett Bowles a better left tackle. That solidifies that side. That's Case Keenum's blind spot. This is an offensive line that looked very much improved in the second preseason game. And this third preseason game against Washington is going to be one of those uh, positions to watch because they're going to see a lot of playing time. And the right side is still a hair of an unknown, but it, it doesn't need to be absolutely bona fide. You would obviously take it, but Jared Valdir doesn't have to be an elite right tackle. Uh, it would appears now Connor McGovern with the news of Menelik Watson, who is now on IR with a designation of release, doesn't have to be tremendously amazing. You'll take it if you get it, but it doesn't have to be. It just has to be competent. And I think if they can just get competency on that right side, they're going to get good play out of that left side. And of course, Case Keenum throwing the ball quicker. And I, I can't speak for this enough. The quarterback makes everybody else better around him. And they were so bad last year. They were so bad at the quarterback position that they held onto the ball so much, and I think that exposed a lot of the the potential deficiencies that the the offensive line played into because they can't hold a pass rush for five six seconds. That's just you're never going to find an offensive line that is going to do that in today's game. I mean, really, outside of the top three offensive lines in the league, find me a good offensive line overall at all five positions. You really can't. I mean, that's that's kind of the way the NFL has shifted to. Uh, college game has a lot to do with that. That's another discussion for another podcast. So, uh, relax. Relax about the offensive line. I think they will be a drastically improved unit. Also want to say rookies. Relax about the rookies. And I don't know if everybody is panicking about the rookies, but I will say this. This is a good, good bunch from top to bottom. And you're seeing a lot of production. And of course, everybody saw the the Bradley Chubb play early in the first quarter against the Bears. They're seeing the production at the wide receiver position from Cortland Sutton to Deshaun Hamilton, Josie Jewell, Jeff Hall. I mean, there are a lot of guys on this team. Royce Freeman, another rushing touchdown. Uh, Philip Lindsay, undrafted free agent rookie. There are a lot of rookies on this team that are not only going to make this team, but make impacts. I don't know if anybody was really panicking about him, but if you were, <sighs> relax. Enjoy the ride of these young rookies as they take you through uh, what I think is going to be a stellar year for many of these guys. <sighs> Want to relax about the tight ends? This is an interesting one, and I know some of you are going to give me some pushback right away, what, but I'll say this. In the preseason game against the Chicago Bears, we finally, finally saw a little bit of production out of Jeff Hireman. Somebody who was a little bit more active, two catches, 21 yards. Uh, I think Jake Butt's going to get eventually folded into this mix as a receiver as well, too. And uh, somebody I think that is going to be relied upon this year with Case Keenum. And as long as he can stay healthy. Because look, it, it really, when it comes to health, that could hit anybody at any point in time. I, I like the tight end situation this year, and particularly because you have so many now threats at the wide receiver position with a rejuvenated Emmanuel Sanders, 
Demarius Thomas and and those rookies who continue to impress and now all of a sudden you have this Philip Lindsay that enters the mix who is so versatile they're moving him around different formations motions whether it's in the backfield whether it's uh, coming out flanking over on that right or left side this does put a little bit more attention elsewhere and if these tight ends can win the one-on-one matchups or at least at least provide the security blanket for Case Keenum, who, again, makes the tight end situation better this year. I think you're going to see effectiveness out of the tight end position from Jeff Hireman to Jake Butt. So, uh, relax. They're going to be better this year. I truly believe it. I truly believe it. Um, I'm not really sure why people are panicking about the losses in preseason, but if you are... Ah, relax. It's just preseason. I shouldn't have to tell you that, but it's just preseason. Remember, the Cleveland Browns went 4-0 last year in preseason. Ah, the losses don't matter. The losses don't matter. I want to also relax a little bit, and this will be my final point on Isaiah McKenzie. And I know everybody wants to get on Isaiah McKenzie's case for the fumble that was late as a wide receiver. Look, first of all, if Isaiah McKenzie is going to make this roster, he's going to make it as a return specialist. Whether you want to argue he deserves that spot or not, that's a whole different discussion. But this is a guy that really isn't going to be playing wide receiver. He was playing wide receiver because, well, they wanted to get him more time. It was late in the second preseason game. They had an opportunity to be a weapon on the offensive side, and they took advantage of that. Yeah, he fumbled. And, and it was not, not, it was certainly not one of those plays that you want to see. But again, this is a guy who, as long as he can catch punt and kickoffs, if people are getting hands on him, I think they're not, he's either A, not performing in special teams, which will lead him to being cut, or B, the Denver Broncos are not utilizing him correctly because the Broncos have such a deep wide receiver crop between Thomas Sanders, Sutton, uh, Hamilton, uh, even uh, Tim Patrick kind of playing a role. Uh, We'll see how the tight ends get mixed in, the running backs. This is not a guy they're going to use on offense. So when it comes to uh, guys who are coming up from behind Isaiah McKenzie, that's really not going to be a game scenario when kickoffs or punts. So I'm not worried about it. It was a guy who was trying to make a play on the offensive side with a minute left, final drive, and yeah, he fumbled. It's unfortunate because it may get to him mentally. We will see in the third preseason game if it did, because if it did, he's not going to make this roster. But It was a certain scenario that I don't think Isaiah McKenzie will ever be in moving forward. So I wouldn't put an extreme amount of stock. I saw on Twitter, a lot of people were seeing him fumble and they were basically like, cut him. He's terrible. He's awful. Well, look, he made a mistake. You don't want to see him fumble there, but it's also a situation he's never going to be in in the regular season. And if he is in that situation, there are bigger problems when it comes to the Denver Broncos and problems that I think many people obviously would easily point out. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports. Be sure to check it out on, of course, the website, milehighsports.com, the new Mile High Sports app. Of course, you can listen to the Broncos Blitz podcast via the mobile app. You can take me on the go or maybe during your pregame. 
when the Broncos are uh, playing well. Next time we'll see them, they will be in their home opener. Seattle, that should be a fun one. Of course, I'll be at that game and tweeting, of course, on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's where you can follow me, at Ronnie K Radio. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Be sure to check it out. Tap 14 on the web, tap 14. And then, of course, our friends at Pro Football Focus, new friend of the program, Pro Football Focus. Of course, fantasy drafts last weekend, fantasy drafts this weekend, fantasy drafts the weekend after. This is the week. This is the time for fantasy drafts. Win your fantasy draft with Pro Football Focus. And, of course, use that promo code POD20. That's POD20. Pod 20 for 20% off your subscription to Elite and Edge memberships with Pro Football Focus. Be sure to check it out. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Of course, you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz Podcast at milehighsports.com. I'm always tweeting out stuff as well with the Broncos. I'll be at their practice tomorrow and, of course, each and every uh, day as they go through the season. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. You can follow Mile High Sports on Twitter at Mile High Sports. And then, of course, on the website, that's milehighsports.com, where you can find previous archives of the Broncos Blitz Podcast news discussions, breaking news, player interviews, coaches' interviews, audio, all that good stuff at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com.